Good evening, I am Dr. Timothy Hart, also known as Dr. Connexpert. It's ladies night, ladies and gentlemen. We want to talk about what a woman wants in a man. Now, it's not a difficult subject, but it can get long and convoluted. But I just want to say that many times, what women expect from men, it may appear reasonable on the outside. But we have to remember, ladies, remember, ladies, you are from an emotional orientation. And because you are from an emotional orientation, there is a tendency to get too detailed and too unreasonable in your requests. I have talked to many people, many women, and this is likely the response I get. And this is some of the actual responses I've gotten. As I approach the woman, I'd say, so what do you want from a man? The very first thing she starts with is, I don't want. I don't want someone's going to cheat on me. I don't want someone's going to disrespect me. I don't want somebody who's not making this money. I don't, I don't want someone who has children. And, I, and I'll stop them. I'll say, hold it. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You need to tell me what you want because I can't provide for you what you don't want. And so as soon as I say that, the conversation turns and there's lots of silence. This leads me to believe that many women don't know what they want from a guy, but they're just kind of going by what I call, and if you listen to any other of my podcasts, social scripting. If you claim you want a man for provision, if you claim you want a man that has a good job, if you claim you want a man who can take care of you. In this day in society, there's a special kind of woman that looks for money for a life. I'm not going to say that on the air. Leave that to your own mind. If you want to know what it is, you can write to me at bishopsensei1 at gmail.com. That's B-I-S-H-O-P-S-E-N-S-E-I number one at gmail.com. And I'll be glad to tell you exactly what that is. But now we want to talk about some of these requests. And I want you ladies to understand, I'm going to give you exactly what you should be looking for in a man. If you're looking for a man for provision, as I've said, when the money runs out, so does the relationship. If you're looking for a man for companionship, this one is a very slippery slope. Because once you get that, you start feeling like you own it. And ladies, you never own anything other than your own self. So as you can see, to say that you own a man, and this is the statement, he's my man. My is a word of possession. Now, you might need to quantify that term. (laughs) And most people, and if you're anything like me, have had a nightlife. And the person will make a statement as to ownership. 
person will say there's no ring on the finger. To say that the ring denotes ownership. Well, it does not. The ring is a spiritual symbol that talks about unity and togetherness. So much so that there's a continual feeding of each member in the cycle. Now, if you notice, there are no lumps and bumps in a real, a traditional ring. It's just a, a hoop. You can't tell where the end is in the beginning. You can't tell where it ends or where it begins. But it's just one continuous hoop. Now, we got rings of all kinds of different sizes. Don't get me wrong. Don't get it twisted. But I want to tell you that rings don't say ownership. <clears throat> if you're looking for a husband, that again is a tough sell. Because if you examine marriage and what it really is, if you get documentation of your marriage, you didn't get married, you made a vow to stay, and that's not a marriage. A true marriage, no one has to request anything from anyone. Let me give you an example. The tree is married to the ground. They have a symbiotic relationship. The ground feeds the tree nutrients, and the tree, in turn, brings oxygen to the ground so that the ground can produce nitrites that can again feed the tree. In fact, as the tree grows, the ground accommodates it by moving out of the way, and it'll continue its close kind of relationship. In fact, the ground packs around the tree so you can't readily uproot the tree. Marriage is much the same way. If you are truly married, then you might disagree on some stuff, but you're still together. And you understand that each individual component needs to be who they are in order for you to continue performing the way you perform. I've heard some women say that a guy has to make a certain dollar amount. Well, that one is too long to get into in this broadcast. But I want to say this. You're going to have to come with some very intrinsic ways of choosing a mate. Because choosing it based on your emotions is not hitting it. In fact, it is so, so out there that you can't even stay in the relationship you choose. If you don't believe it, let's look at the wedding, the marriage statistics. Let's, let's look at the divorce statistics. It's a sad case, ladies. 60% of you are filing for divorce. Which means 40% of you are at least trying to make a go of a relationship that is probably dysfunctional. So, as you listen to this broadcast, I want you to grab onto a couple of things. Number one, before you enter into any relationship with anyone, you better make sure that you are together. And don't, don't present the illusion that you're this great person, when in fact you may not be. If you're listening to your girlfriends, let me tell you something. It's like sharing dysfunction. Because she's your friend, and of course, emotional people kind of share a lot of things. 
Your friend may tell you some things that's false, but because that's your friend, you may go with it. It's called peer pressure. There's some things you might know is wrong, but because it's your friend, you'll go ahead and try it anyway. End up in a lot of trouble. Another reason you may not want to listen to your friend is if your friend is having trouble in relationships. The last thing you want to do is listen to her. But guess what? Many women do listen to the wrong people. And then when their relationship does break up, instead of taking accountability and say, you know what, this is what I've done. And either you apologize for it or say, I'm not going to apologize for it. Either way, acknowledge that you, when you've done something wrong, because no relationship is truly one-sided at its inception and it's not one-sided in the breakup. I know that might be questionable, but let me preface that thought. I know of many women that tell the story of how the man walked away from her and how she was so abused and so she was so uh, hurt. But when you examine the other side of it, there is adamant denial, as if she never provoked an argument, as if she was so perfect, always cooked every day, always ran bath water, always gave the man sex. And many times that's just not the case. So what I've learned as a relationship consultant is when I'm talking to people, I analyze every activity. Then I give them the benefit of some real knowledge. Nothing happens for nothing, ladies. There's always something that brought it on. It just wasn't for nothing. And if you got with someone knowing that they had a behavior and you stayed anyway, you cannot blame that person for being that way. See? In fact, take this from me and write this down and put it somewhere. There's no excuse for bad behavior. And there's no excuse for acceptance of behavior you don't like. You should put that on your mirror. Because remember something, if you're involved in something and you're doing something, your bad behavior is not acceptable. And neither is anyone else's. Listen to me carefully, ladies. What do you want in a man? You want a man who is first a man. He's responsible, does what he needs to do, does what he's supposed to do all as much and as often as he can. Every time you encounter him, every time you see him, he's consistent doing the same things. When he approaches you, he approaches you with respect all the time. And do me a favor, ladies, when you finally meet him, keep your mouth shut. Stop telling him what to do and what not to do. If he wants to open the door for you, shut your mouth and go through the door and say thank you. If he wants to buy you flowers, don't tell him what kind of flowers you like. Accept the flowers, say thank you. See, too many times, women, y'all, y'all kill the very thing that's supposed to be for you because you talk too doggone much. Let the man do what he's supposed to do. Do what he thinks he's supposed to do. If you don't like it, then you stop him and say, this is not something I approve of. Boom. And let it go. And if it's something that he does and he and he still wants to do it, then he'll be without you. Don't be so wavering. Don't be so scary that you are afraid to tell a man the truth about your own self. 
And for the most part, be who you are. If you're a giver, continue to give. But you better listen. Better listen because men are very simple. Don't give him what you want him to have. You better ask him if that's what he wants. Because if he doesn't want it, you'll be wasting your time. I heard way too many women say, oh, I've done this, I've done that, without even asking if that's what he likes. Okay, I had a friend, he passed away a while back, God bless him. He didn't like meatloaf, he hated it. But his wife would always try to fix a meatloaf. And he would be respectful and eat a little bit of that, even though he hated it. And she would get mad at him. And when they, when they broke up, that was the question. That was the issue. That was one of the issues. I, I made you meatloaf all the time. My mother's favorite recipe said, I don't like meatloaf. Never have, never will. Well, you ate it. I ate it out of respect for you. Because you never listened to me when I told you I didn't like it. You see? So if you want to be right in every aspect, make sure that you're doing what's right in every aspect. Be, be a listener in a more in-depth way. Because believe me, <clears throat> men are. They're listening. They hear. They may not tell you because they're not you. They don't act like you. They're not going to ever act like you. And if you want a man that acts like you, you're not going to have a good relationship. Okay? You should listen to my podcast, Are You a Control Freak? Because many people don't realize that you're a control freak. Then you wonder why relationships don't work. Now, what else do you want in a man? You want a man who's 100% for you by choice. He's not coerced. Despite you wearing your bonnet walking around town with slippers on. Despite you wearing spandex knowing that your body is way too big and out of shape for it. Despite the thousand butt selfies you put on social media. He still has enough respect for you and still has some attraction to you. Now, for some of you who are listening, you might be Christian. Christian ladies should be the, the quietest women in the society, but guess what? Now even the church has fed into the feminism. Instead of ladies being a lady, they want to be everything. I'm so independent. Well, guess what? It's a lie. You're not independent. Let me be the first to say it. If you don't own your own business, you're still dependent. Nine times out of ten, that business is owned by a man. So you're still dependent on a man. If you're not writing your own paycheck, you're dependent. You're not growing your own food, you're dependent. You don't have a power plant, you're dependent. You're dependent in some ways on, on everyone. And you know what? Even... When you decide you're going to get in a relationship right now, you're dependent on a man because without a man, you don't have a relationship. It doesn't matter. To have a relationship, you need a second party. So let's stop with all the word games, all the word salad. And let's talk about realness. You want a man who's respectful. You want a man who's law abiding. You want a man who's swift to hear and slow to ride. You want a man also that if it has to go to bat for you, he will go to the mat for you. He'll take a bullet for you without even a second thought. Much of the stuff he'll do for you, he'll do because he wants to do. And if he decides he's not going to do it, he'll feel funny about not doing it. 
So, work on being a lady. If you can do that, that would speak volumes. Because if you decide you're not going to act like a lady, you can't require your daughters, should they come, to act like a lady. For those of you out there with high body counts, think you're having your hot girl summer, it's going to turn into a it's going to cold into a cold girl winter. Your summers are going to last a very short time. And then pretty soon, you're going to be out trying to fish. We're going to fish with fish a fish for trout with a net. You know that ain't going to work. You're going to be trying to hunt shark with, with, with steak on a bamboo pole. You know that's not going to work. So this is ladies night. And I want you to understand, ladies, that I love you to death. But until you learn to hear and learn to logically analyze things, you're going to always miss the mark and you're going to always have problems in your life. Life is about balance. You can have a logical orientation and still hit the emotional side on occasion. Likewise, you can be an emotional person and hit that logical side on occasion. In fact, if you're emotional, you should be trying to hit it more often. It doesn't mean you're acting like a man. It just means that you're using the faculties and all of this knowledge that you, your brains are allowed to absorb. I happen to think women are phenomenal creatures. You can retain a lot more information than I could. You'll probably know a lot more if you, because you attend to information differently. However, I do have one thing though. If I'm supposed to protect you, shut up and accept my protection, period. Because it doesn't come easy and it doesn't come cheap. So, as I close tonight, I want you to understand one thing. You are loved, you always will be loved. But don't create an environment where people don't like you. This is Dr. Connexpert. You all have a great day.